I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm gonna get you high today. Cause it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. What's good? It's your boy Big F, aka the Double Vodka Don. Here with my co-host, the SoundCloud King, Young Legend, Young Wayne Jetski. Skirt. Producer Coop on the ones and twos. We are 808s and smoke breaks. We are back. This is a big week, fellas. Big, 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 big week. Our king, Lil Nas X, is finally putting out a project, a feature EP, dropping Friday, today, while you're listening to this. It will be coming out at some point today. Probably already out. Crazy. Probably. Yeah, Midnight Thursday, yeah? Oh, so it's going to be... Oh, I thought for some reason it'd be like Midnight Friday. No, if it's, if it's, so it's coming out Friday, it's going to be Midnight Thursday. That's what I'm saying. While you're listening to this, it's probably out. Yeah. Unfortunately, we haven't heard it yet. We can't listen into the future, but this is big news. This is big time. What we've been waiting for for months and months and months before we even started this podcast, we've been talking about this, and here's our day. I think that we should maybe do like a live reaction to it or something maybe an instagram live reaction or, or periscope or a reaction of at least a first listen th- listen through maybe like 30 seconds each song definitely can do that to give no the fans doubt. what they what they want because obviously this is what we've been uh we've been pumping this motherfucker up for for a while now i mean i think this is it i think this is where the world stops saying one hit wonder one hit wonder one hit wonder and they start putting some fucking respect on my guy's name well, the project is called Seven. It, it contains seven songs. So the LA Times uh, somehow got a copy of it, or they got like an advanced listening or, uh, of the Seven EP, and they said, and I quote, "Lil Nas X is a meme star, sure, but his debut EP reveals a star." Period. So I guess they listened to it beforehand, and they list a bunch of the different songs and how he's do- like super experimental in the project itself. He's doing a lot of rock inspired songs. He has. Um, Production from Boy Wonder, who's one of Drake's main producers, and a couple of Beyonce's producers are on it. And apparently, they're saying this shit's legit. So, I mean, I don't know. I think our boy might be might be really breaking the barrier. See, my thing is, I don't want to take the L.A. Times at fate at uh, at this like face value. this like miraculous like judge of musical talent. But I'm not going to shy away from it. I'm not going to throw it in the trash. I'm going to say that's interesting. And I mean, it's like we've been saying this whole time that we thought he was going to be unique. We thought he was going to be creative. We thought he was going to do a lot of different things, not very rap based. I mean, this thing all started with is it was it rap or was it country? So now we're seeing not maybe rap, maybe a little country, maybe rap, maybe some rock, pop, a little bit of everything. They said that the only one song was close to Old Town Roadish. There was a uh, I think a song called uh, Rodeo. That's a banger. Yeah, I've heard snippet of that one. That is a banger. I think he's got a couple hits on this one. I think Panini is going to be a hit. Yeah, oh, Panini. I feel like everyone's seen that one. That's probably the most viral, the most viral snippet clip from him. Easy. Yeah, and everyone like in the industry has been commenting on his like all these different rappers have been commenting on his IG saying that shit's a hit and and uh, bumping the fuck out of it. Um, I came to a rele- uh, revelation though this past week. And it's not necessarily a negative revelation, but me and my buddy, my buddy Bob Blaze, shout out Bobby Blaze, we were blazing, and we were just talking about Lil Nas X, and he's like, I think that he's still going to be huge, but I don't know if he's going to be like a rapper, rapper, and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't know, I see him, his like performance, he's like, already eclipsed like being a rapper, I feel like, and he's like, moved past it, and this kid's just going to be like a pop star, like he's just going to have like a million 
like 16 year old fans and like he also has like the young demographic every little kid knows the fucking old town road like knows old town road so i don't even know if he's we can even like especially after this project is released if we're going to consider him a rapper if he's just going to be basically the disney the disney channel version of like a pg-13 disney channel version of uh i guess a, a musician i don't i don't know I, i'm almost skeptical at like the fact that he's gonna become like a I'm scared that he's going to become like a character, a caricature of an artist, and just be this thing that the label pumps out to like young audiences now. So you know, you might think you might not be expecting this from me. I actually agree with you in almost everything you said. I think we we touched on that kind of last week when we said um, when we just talked about. I think well, I I think what I said was that even if the music quality isn't there, I think it will be though. I think the music no, will be I, good. I, I think yeah. Let me let me. Uh, said the record first that I do think he's going to put out some great quality music, but I think he himself as a brand has a cl- kind of what you said has eclipsed being a rapper, where he's just this massive this this figure that people love, and kind of what we said about the Generation X or what is it Generation X or Z? Which one's the new Z. one? Generation the new Z, one. the new one. Whatever, I'm dumb. I didn't pay attention in class and shit. <laughs> Generation Z, I think, is going to be such a big part of carrying him and catapulting him into this. This huge just figure in music and pop culture because of what you just said, what we talked about last week. The young demographic is obsessed with him. All these all these little fucking elementary schools, middle schools, it doesn't even matter how young. They know every word to the song. They're obsessed with him as a person. And these people, these little kids, they have Instagram and Twitter now and all this shit, especially Instagram. But I mean, Instagram, Twitter, they have all the social medias. And they're going to be what carries him to this massive level that I don't even know if we even grasp or realize how big that could potentially be. Because I think there's real possibility that he could become this, like, one of the biggest people we have in music, period. I I can see that just off, like, the strength of what's been going on, but I think it's going to work against... It might work against him being, like, truly accepted in rap. That See, that I agree with. Because I think it's going to... I think they're all going to respect him because they saw his hustle. We all kind of saw his hustle before our eyes. Mm-hmm. So I think the rappers will have a lot of respect for him and they'll really like appreciate what he's done and what he's doing. But I do agree that I think he will kind of be just considered a pop star more than like a genuine rapper. Yeah. Like I'll put it like this. Like they're not putting him on like XXL Freshman or anything like that. Even though he's realistically probably eclipsed that mm-hmm. status already with one song. But just the momentum he has and just everything... That's packaged with it. I agree. I don't think that's going to necessarily put him in the rapper category. And, I mean, he's basically said he doesn't want to be pinned down, boxed into one-to-one title. He wants to be able to do everything. I think that's what we're going to see on the album, and I think that's what we're going to see going forward just in the future, that he's just going to do kind of what he wants to do. This really reminds me of, like, K-pop. You know what K-pop is? It's like this the Korean pop music yes mm-hmm. they like build their yeah. superstars up from the i want to say the ground up but almost like a school like they'll they'll take these kids who can sing or dance out of like eighth grade and break, put them in a um almost like a boarding school where half the day or more than half the day they're just learning dance moves they're learning songs and it's like a, a machine that pumps out superstars and obviously Lil Nas X didn't have that but i feel like he's gonna turn into like the 
like you just mentioned, the image and the and the persona is going to be bigger than like his actual music. Which I mean, fuck it, he's going to get rich as shit. But I would have, I almost wish like this phenomenon stayed a little bit smaller. That way, it wouldn't, it would like kind of be more of like a cool underground thing. I mean, it's sick as fuck that it took as big as it went as big as it was. I just feel as if it's the whole phenomenon is going to get is like almost now too big for me to really uh, appreciate him like sincerely and become like a true like diehard Lil Nas X fan I know we're, once again we're the number one Lil Nas X stand podcast but it's just like I'm kind of, I kind of say like fuck to myself like I wish it was a little bit now it's gotten so big I'm, I'm almost wishing now looking back in the last couple of weeks that it didn't get as big as it did but I mean this is what we asked for this is when we when we months months and months and months ago when we took all our chips we did speak into existence in I know Lil Nas X this is what we wanted. This is like betting on the fucking Mets right now to win the World Series. Like, and they're actually they're like they're up 3-0 in the World Series. Like, this is what this is what we bet on. This is what we wanted. There was a 35 to one chance that we fucking smashed. Fuck you. That's how I see it. The Mets stink, Cooper. I just feel like I'm getting a little bit of buyer's remorse. Like, we think about another guy dropping an album, Gucci Mane. Like, I consider myself like. I love Gucci. If someone, uh, I would take pride in saying I'm a Gucci main fan. I've listened to him since he was drugged out. Gucci fat, Gucci the lean belly. If you say like I'm a huge Lil Nas X fan right now because like he has one song and he's just phenomenon, I feel like you're just gonna kind of get looked down upon. I don't want it to see them like I'm going back against our our golden goose, but I don't know. I just kind of wish it didn't. I almost wish that we didn't procure his career as much as we did because obviously we're uh, 95% of the reason why he is as big as he is just from I us mean, talking no, I mean, on this podcast. Smoke breaks is, I would say these. These, the engine that drove the Lunas X fucking train car into the whatever this has become. We're like the, the we're the first stop on the Old Town Road Express. A, the I catalyst. imagine there's a train that, that goes across Old Town Road and we're, we're like the conductors of that train. We're like, if anyone's familiar with like the NJ Transit, we're like the Secaucus. Yes. Like everything comes, everything starts and stops with us. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily, like we're not the moving, like the actual, uh, Physical embodiment of of the train itself. That's what Nas X is. But everything main, has to the, go through us. We're, we're, the, we're the a main, catalyst. We're the main portal. Yeah, exactly. The we're engine. The I like, energy. I like that. The pop, as some may say, the pop. Well, I mean, I guess only we'll have we have to. I would say I'll give it to the end of the summer for me to, to decide if. Uh, I think it's appropriate for me to s- still call myself a Lil Nas X stan because if he if he gets too big and eclipses like everything in in, in rap music and becomes like this fucking. I don't know Justin Bieber, of of memes. Then I'm I'm gonna have to take a step back just because I need to always keep my ear to the streets and I can't get too transfixed in this now global phenomenon and I need to keep my ear to the streets and, and find the next Lil Nas X. But I guess I'll give myself to to a one a couple listen through the album and at least till the end of the summer to decide if I, I can continue calling myself a Lil Nas X stand. See what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do the opposite. I'm leaning into it. I couldn't. I'm all in. I'm as a matter of fact. I'm taking the chips. That I won on betting them in the first time. I'm taking them. I'm putting them all back in. I'm letting it ride. I'm doubling down, and I'm having my chest. I might wear a shirt that says "Number One Lil Nas X Fan." See, I'm not. I'm gonna be the guy that said when all of you said Old Tyro was trash. I was like, this shit is fire, and he's gonna be a superstar. But I'm not doubting. And all of all of you motherfuckers out there, not our listeners, you probably are fans, but just the people in general. We're all doubting, hating, saying that he was going to be shit. He was going to be a one-hit wonder, blah, 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 bullshit. And now he's going to become the biggest thing on the fucking planet. And your boy bet on him. 
when he was a million to one. Yeah, but I want to take the hipster approach because I need to be I need to be the, the cool kid who knows all the good music before it's good music. And then like when you're like, oh my God, you're listening to Lil Nas X now. I knew him before he even had a TikTok account. But see, that's video. why I'll lean into it because I have friends like you, my boy Haim, shout out Haim, who, who keeps my ear to the streets and are kind of my plugs in the good music. And then I don't have to be that guy that worries about. It. I can be the mainstream asshole. All right, I'll do the groundwork for you to flourish. That's what that exact. That's exactly what happens. Because then I have I'm always like you, Hames, who put me onto the music, and then I pretend like I'm my ears are to the streets. So you have and the best I, of both and then worlds. I flex it on everyone else, and then I know both. All right. Because some people that have their ears too much to the streets. Well, I've I've no issue with any with your ears any amount to the streets. I'm all for the people finding like the new big artists and all that. But I mean, it's nice to know to have kind of that knowledge, but then also know what's popping on the radio right now and what's popping in that sector as well. Yeah, agreed, hundred percent. So I mean, we can move on to Gucci, fucking bitch. I might be Gucci or Smokey Smoke, Bart Simpson Gucci. I mean, like borderline I, spectrum Gucci. We're not getting, we're not, but we're not getting either of those Gucci's with the new album. I'm saying it's the glow up from that Gucci to fat, fat Gucci, smoking like. Some people were like flirting with if he was like on crack or not. I mean, on he, crack or retarded. He was doing a lot of fucking lean, doing a lot of pills, uh, basically just popping, popping everything you aren't supposed to be popping. And you know, he went to jail. He got cleaned up. He had a he had his girlfriend holding down Keisha Cure, uh, his now wife. And you know, he's back. He's Gucci's back. Back. He's different, but he's back. And he's dropped Six two albums since he got out of out uh, of jail. Maybe even three. He dropped the every, everyone's looking. He dropped the the Santa one, like the uh, the Christmas one. I think he's dropped. He dropped. Oh, the drop top. Drop top. Go up. So that's three. And then one in December, I believe. Yeah, so four. I mean, I was actually just saying this to Cooper before production, like he or before the show. I mean, he just drops so much music. Like he grinds so much. Like he's the one. Like you, you're lucky from some of these rappers to get one album a year. He's giving you two easy. He's a guy like Future, like what we talk about, where he's just like people try to replicate his workflow and it doesn't work out for them. But he's one of the the rare ones that can just keep put out, putting out mu- like music consistently, multiple projects a year, and it's always going to be streamed. He's always going to make money off it. He's always going to have bangers. Yeah. I'm looking at the track list um, for this right now. It doesn't show the full album, at least on Genius, it doesn't for uh, the new album, Delusions of Grandeur. But the ones it does list, unless it's going to be a four-track EP, which I don't think that's is going to happen, because Gucci will never put out four Yeah, he's got, it's got to be like 10 to 15 songs, I bet. Uh, there's one song, Proud of You, uh, solo track, Superstar solo track, Backwards featuring Mick, uh, Meek Mill, and Love Through the Computer featuring Justin Bieber. I'm very intrigued to Gucci Bieber, hear that. the crossover America didn't want, but needed. Needed. Maybe, maybe, you know what this is? I would have loved to see her, hear Justin and Gucci on a track when Justin Bieber was doing lean because Justin Bieber was doing lean back when Gucci was heavy into lean and now they got both clean. Activists, the, the main brand of, uh, of lean that rappers uh, chose to, to, to sip on back good in the drink, day um, is no longer, is discontinued because Justin Bieber put on his Instagram when he was like 20. But now Justin Bieber's living a clean life. He's married. Gucci's living a clean life. He's married. We're going to get just some clean, like wholesome beautiful energy from these two and i can't wait to see what the song sounds like Dude, he's got they they released one of them proud of you and it's got one of the quotable lyrics at the end right now it goes ran out of places to tattoo can't get no ink no more fresh off parole and i can't get back to the clink no more i had the, con- the county blues now every day i'm counting blues no lean and mountain dews goo up i'm so proud of you hey, damn gucci getting deep on him he really is no more lean in the mountain dews nope no we're proud of you too i really am proud of Yo, gucci su- the way he's, he's transitioned into a, a functioning member of society this is this is a man who once in court said guilty not guilty he said bitch i might be and i just pretend that's real because that's one of those folk legends that I 
I doubt that's actually true, but it just became a meme, and it's just him with the with the chain around his big belly hanging out, and it says that in court that he said, when asked if are you guilty or not guilty, he said, bitch, I might be. So I just pretend like that's real, even though it's probably not, just mm-hmm. because I love Gucci. And if there was a point in time when there's a chance he could have actually done that. I have a question for you. As a unit, as commander of the units, as you know, your mom's favorite big boy, how do you feel about Gucci now being slim and in shape? Do you feel a little slighted by that? Do you, is your support still the same? And do you kind of wish at all that he was still... He, Big boy, lean belly, Gucci. Well, that was three questions. I'll answer them. In, <laughs> yeah, in, I'll answer them in order. <laughs> am I? Well, the first one was. Am kind of all the same question. Th- do I? Am I upset that he lost weight? No, I'm proud of Gucci, man. This man went to jail, got his life right, got his got his body right, got his health right, got his mind right, physically, mentally, spiritually. He looks phenomenal. I I applaud any man who decides to make a change in his life and better himself. Will this? Will him not being a unit? Will that have me support him less? No. If anything, I might support him more. Just through, just coming up through all that bullshit, and this man came out the other side a fucking legend. So he's an honorary unit still. He's once a unit, always a unit. Okay. You walked this lifestyle. You lived it. You walked in my shoes. You know what it's like. He doesn't want to go back because he knows what it's like. He made the change. He bettered himself, and now he's fucking shredded. Not drinking lean anymore. No more lean in the Mountain Dew. Just counting blues. Fire. Fire. Do you think that him slimming down affected his marketability as an artist? If anything, it made him more marketable, right? Yeah, I mean, I would I would say, yeah. I think, see, my thing is now, I think he's kind of just... Doing he's not it. getting in jail. And yeah, he's just kind of rapping about the shit that he does or like that he was doing instead of like actually doing it, which is probably... Smart for him, so he doesn't go to jail. He's not kicking bitches out of moving cars anymore for mm-hmm. not sucking his dick and things like that. He, he's smart enough. He had a little sharper between between the ears. He's doing the right things now. God bless him. Salute. I respect it. I kind of miss Fat Gucci though. Of course I do. I, I mean, I love him coming through, slurring his words, leaned out, not writing a single lyric, freestyling everything. I'm sure he still, he still freestyles, but all of this, the classic videos of him behind the, the one iconic freestyle of him behind the trap house with the t-shirt over his head, his belly just hanging out, his chain resting on the shelf of his stomach he had. That's the Gucci I know. That's the Gucci I love. Still respect the shit out of you, Gucci. Still want you to be the best man you can be. Uh, I'm just a little nostalgic, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I miss old I mean, school no. Gucci. Fat leaned out Gucci is always gonna be the best Gucci. Yeah, that's a fact. Gucci, where he's talking about G's or talk, not G's. Listen to me, fucking Jeezy. In the uh, in the back of the car, he's like he's doing a little bitch shit. He's like, is he a little bitch? Like just talking reckless shit to one of the hardest rappers in the game. Fucking toting AKs, murdering people who tried to murder him. We've told that story on the podcast before. They ran up in his crib while he's mid mid fuck. Pulled the gun out, killed him, chased him off. That's the real Gucci. But I think that Gucci still lives inside this one. Oh, he's definitely. Just, he's just making better choices now. But I, I mean, like I said before, I miss the Gucci that's fucked up, smoking a blunt, and then like passing it to the Bart Simpson chain <laughs> around his neck. Me too. Have you read his book? He's. Oh, he does have a fucking so book. good. Memoir, I'm not right? a big reader Memoir? at all. But I could not put that book down. It was so good. I'll bring it and let you guys. Did he write it? it? Yeah, he or wrote. I mean, he's got a writer. He has a writer, but and anyone who like writes a book, but it, you the have book is so 
good. Like I said, I'm not a reader and I couldn't put it down. He's my favorite rapper of all time, but I love that book. I have to fucking read it, I guess then. Yeah, I mean Gucci is Gucci's Gucci's life needs to be a movie. It probably will be. Gucci's life would be a sick movie. What would they call it? And any rapper any rapper movie is good. The WAP Diaries? My Kitchen. My Kitchen? Is that what the book was called? No, no. That but that's that's one of my, my that's, kitchen. That's, that's my one of my favorite songs. Him just cooking fucking dope in the kitchen. Fucking, uh... It's a, honestly, it's literally just be on some, like, notorious. Like, it should just be Gucci. I agree. I think as we're touching on these new albums that are coming out, we talked about this album before uh, the podcast started. We were both um, kind of giving it some high praise. Polo G, 18 year, uh, 18, 19 year old kid out of Chicago, just dropped an album. It, I think, debuted at number ten uh, the week it dropped on the Billboard Top Ten Album Charts for hip hop. Um, he, it, I think, sold thirty thousand copies in, which isn't great for like an established artist, but someone to just dropped their first yeah, major I mean, label he's project. Really just coming up, I mean, he's, he's really young. Great yeah, job on him on by his part. The album was really good. The pop out song he, he po- uh, posted or. Um, Put out two of the same song on the the album. There's pop out and then pop out again. The first pop out is the the bigger one with Lil TJ. It's been out longer. Then he did another remix with Gunna. Both are fire. I mean that song itself just carries the whole fucking pop out with your party. I'm with the gang and it's gonna be a robbery. So so take your chain. chain. Fire. I'm a killer girl. I'm sorry, but I can't change. Ooh, you can you can harmonize. Let's put a little auto tune on Ev's voice. Let's get that. Yeah, I need some auto tune on my shit. We've been saying we're gonna do an auto tune podcast. We have yet to do it, but uh, shout out to to Polo GMO. It's always nice to see like young kids because young kids are the ones who are gonna drive hip hop. It's always cool to see like a a new kid coming out of a different area with a new sound. He's coming out of Chicago, but he almost sounds like. Uh, uh, and Atlanta rapper with the auto tune and the singing. It's kind of cool how all these like kids coming up in the internet age, all their like the music is like just a blend of whatever was hot when they when they were started coming up. So he just like traditionally a Chicago guy would sound like a Chicago guy, like sound like Chief Key for like doing this drill music hard, bang, like, bang. hard just straight drugs, money, murder shit. And he's kind of super melodic, even though Chief Key was melodic in his rise, but he was super more melodic, almost has like an A Boogie type feel. Um, which is why he works, I think, with Lil TJ, who's from the Bronx, same area as A Boogie. But solid project. I think that's that's like the sleeper pick of the of the week for me. He's a nominee for the Freshman XXL list, so rightfully maybe so. Maybe we'll see him. When does that come out officially? Uh, like when it they should be within the next couple weeks. Uh, that's what I was thinking. I know it's usually summerish time. We should definitely do a, a prediction uh, podcast. Maybe next week we'll do a prediction podcast or something like that. Like pick. Uh, Give our, pick our choice picks our, or something we'll, like we'll that. We'll give our ten. Yeah, we shouldn't do it off the top right now, but we should well, definitely not, do yeah, that. No, we'll, we'll think about it. We'll put some put some time into that. And then we'll once the actual shit week. comes out, we can we can review it and whatnot. But yeah, shout out Polo G. Um, Nelly also is going to be coming out with a an EP, and it will be entirely produced by Florida Georgia Line, the country group, um, which. Nelly, it, before the Old Town Road, before Lil, uh, Lil Nas X, before Young Thug did his his little. Um, country song Nelly was really one of the first rappers Tim to kind McGraw. of dabble with, with Tim McGraw with over Tim and over McGraw, again bangers that song was fire I mean I wouldn't mind another Cruise Cruise is a great song oh yeah and that was with Florida Georgia that's what I'm Cruise. saying like Cruise is a banger so I'm sure it'll have a lot of Nelly probably like saw the opportunity of this, this window opening with Old Town Road and I'm sure he was like alright I've done this before I've made platinum rap country songs let's get after it Florida Georgia line if you ever see them, I saw them live with my ex-girlfriend, and I'm not the biggest country guy, like old school country, like Johnny Cash, where when he talks about, I like dark country, like this dude's talking about doing cocaine, popping pills, like that shit's fire. I don't like this whole like stadium country where it's like some dude in, like Bo Burnham put it really, uh, really well in one of his comedy specials. He said it's like basically a guy in $400 boots and 
a thousand dollar jeans talking about doing yard work in, in, in a tractor in the uh, on a tractor in the mud where it's like you're just pandering to this like poor white American in the deep south when you're sitting in a multi-million dollar studio in Los Angeles I think it's corny as fuck but um, I feel like Nelly and Floyd George and I will produce some bangers I mean yeah see I've always been more of like a uh, like a pop country guy that's why like I like the cruise because I don't mind the like the pop singles on because I know I'm never gonna get two two in a country so that's why I can like usually like the pop bangers whatever like I'm into that kind of shit I mean I appreciate it when you're at a day drink or something like that but whenever someone puts that shit on in the car I'm just like yo this is this shit's like I get the corniest like, fucking cruise, shit. Cruise in the summertime. Yeah, it, it Roll fits. My windows but down and cruise. Like when I saw Florida Georgia Fire. Line live when I was saying uh, like a couple years ago, they put on a great show, but they're like doing Backstreet Boy covers or doing like rap covers, and they're all they're dressed like in Jordans and like rip rip tees and uh, rip jeans and graphic tees. Kind of fuck with that. I don't know. Like if you're like country- it's not even like the ripped jeans and graphic tees isn't even really my way, but I kind of I, I just think it's funny. It's funny like if they were in like, Jordans and they're considered like country. I think that's funny. I know, but it's also it's like not authentic. Like don't don't call yourself country. Just call yourself fucking pop. Like like I said, Johnny Cash was in fucking cowboy boots, smoking a cigarette, just blew half a gram up his nose, and then he's singing in Folsom uh, Folsom Prison about shooting his wife and shit. Like that's fire. That's real country. And I think this shit now. Not to say that this is a country podcast, but I'm just saying. I don't know. I think that a lot of country music now is corny, and I I have a feeling some of this Nelly, this Nelly shit might have if it's super. Heavily influenced by Florida George Line could be a little corny, but I feel like Nelly will save it enough. Um, so I'm open to hearing it. You ha- it's Nelly's a legend. You got to be. You got to at least just give it a listen or two, see what's going on. Maybe he catches one again. I think he'll definitely catch one. I just don't want to see. I just don't want to see him dancing like a synchronized in synchronized motion with nah, Florida George Line. I don't think he's gonna do that. That's Maybe, I don't know. I don't think so. That's just not Nelly. I know, but. I'm telling you, like, these Florida Georgia Line guys are huge, and they're, like, a boy band of country music. See, my thing is, I don't see him, he might make a song like that, but I don't see him actually, like... They're going, executively producing... But I'm saying, I don't see him doing choreographed dances. I, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of exaggerating with that, but I'm just saying, like, I'm afraid of the corn, the fucking corn getting too sprinkled on I mean, this no, shit. he's definitely going to... See, my thing is, if he's going with them producing his album, he's going to go a little more commercial. Yeah. I think that's just, that's just a, a telling, just a telltale. He's, it's going to be commercial. I would have liked Toby pan- Keith fucking it's gonna, producing It's going it. to pander to the audience, to the young Caucasian audience. Who he's just try- he's he's just getting in. Lil Nas X is getting out of the the trap country wave, and yep. Nelly's just Nelly, fucking Nelly's jumping in fucking, two feet down. Nelly's the fucking pioneer of this bitch. He, so the trailblazer. So I guess he is retaking what was rightfully his. I just hope that like we get some. I'd rather have the over and over Tim McGraw type shit than a cruise. I need someone to come out and start doing some like like dark, really like drug influenced trap country music. Like leaned out L- Gucci. Lil Tracy. L- like Lil Tracy, exactly. But like a leaned out Gucci in his prime with some fucking like over like Johnny Cash samples. I would have loved that, but I don't know if that would ever work. That's just me kind of sh- spewing right now. Yeah, I mean, I would need, I'm not like too, too familiar with a lot of Johnny Cash's work. I'll put you on. Yeah, I'll have to. Stuck in Folsom Prison's fire. I don't really know much about Johnny Cash to be honest. I have to. I have to learn. We're like your Johnny parents Cash. into that. My dad was huge into um, like all that shit, like Hank Williams Senior, Johnny Cash, uh, Garth Brooks, Toby Keith. We would like listen to all like sh- like straight '60s to like n- maybe early '90s country, more like '60s to to '80s. Some John Denver, which isn't as like dark, but um, 
And then like sometimes you would throw on like fucking Biggie and shit, and it would be a weird like conglomerate of of uh, sounds. I guess that's why the, I'm the trap cowboy. But I'm telling you, Johnny Cash is was a bad motherfucker. He was popping pills, doing heroin, just fucking doing coke all all night before his shows, and then fucking bad bitches. And everybody loved him. He did a show. Uh, in and I said uh, he's doing a show. In, he's a song called "Stuck in Folsom Prison." He did a show instead of going on tour. He he's like, I'm a fucking degenerate. I don't want to like sit in front of a crowd of screaming goody goodies. He went into a prison and did a free show for like the most dangerous prison uh, in Texas, Folsom That's Prison, tight. and just like sang live in front of all these prisoners, and they fucking loved it. Watch "Walk the Line." I, I won't tell you to go through um, Johnny Cash's whole discography. I could. Uh, Suggest you a couple songs, but Joaquin Phoenix um, starting the biopic "Walk the Line" about Johnny Cash, and you see how much of like a sick fuck he was, and how strung out he was. And I mean, which is bad, but a lot of times when artists are at their darkest point, doing all that shit, they make the, the greatest art. Artists, I mean, the best artists are sick fucks. Hundred percent, Kurt you Cobain. Ha- you have fuck. to be. Like, have you watched The Dirt on Netflix with Motley Crue? Fire, fire. And they were all drunk. They're acts. all sick bastards, and they make crazy good music. Unreal. And even Ozzy Osbourne when he's snorting the line yeah, of the ants and, and piss. 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 pissing and licking his own piss. <laughs> in order to, I guess, have that star status, you have to have just something off in your mind. I mean, it's even think of, you it's can drugs. Re- you can you can think about it. You can relate it to right now with the rappers. They were doing crazy outlandish shit to get people's attention to be polarizing. That's face tats and dreads now. That's so. literally that's like kind face of face tat and zans. Yeah, face tat zans, fucking drugs, lean. Dreads, all that, that like call, call, I'll say colorful dreads. That's like that's the new, their new way of getting the attention. <laughs> it's the them. modern day drinking your piss and snorting ants. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm telling you, it really is though. It's, n- <laughs> it's like the uh, in um, the interview, he's like, like same but different. Same, same, but same, different. same but different. Like, th- that's literally what it is. It's different, but it really is the same. You think if Instagram was around Motley Crue and Poison and Kiss and all these, um, like. Like hair metal bands were out, um, they would be doing the shit that rappers do now with like holding up lean and a bag of pills to the screen. They, but except they would just be fucking banging a line of H into their arms. Yo, that would have been some wild. That's what I would love to see if it would still, like, social media in that time in like 60s, 70s, 80s, even 90s, really would have changed a lot. But it'd still be interesting to just see like how much it would have changed. It. Like, would people be flexing with a bag of China White? That's like, what I'm saying exactly. Like, just like. Ripping fat lines of coke off like strippers' asses and shit, like just on Instagram. I don't know. I would love to see a Motley Crue Instagram just like live shooting. Show. Imagine like Nikki Six from Motley Crue's just like shooting H on his. It goes. He goes. He goes. Fuck. He goes on Periscope to shoot up. Oh, like what the fuck? Like that is some sick twist. That's the shit. equivalent of Lil Pump porn fucking high tech in, into a sprite, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's same, same, but different. But different. They're not that much alike. All the old people, new people, very similar. A lot of similarities that people don't realize. I'm putting the pieces together right now. That just popped in my head. When I do shit like that, it makes me feel smart. You are smart. Because I feel like it made sense. It I did feel make like, sense. Did it make sense? Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like it made sense. And I had a revelation. I was like, you know what? I was like, Nikki Six, like Lil Pump, not that different. You is smart, Ev. You is. Yeah, Thanks, don't ever bro. say it made me feel smart. You, it, it reaffirmed your intelligence in your own head. I'll take that. I wouldn't say I'm that. I'm not. I'm not that intellectual. I would say you're an intellectual. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, My grades would probably say otherwise. Hey, school is is 
only measures your ability to take tests, not your ability to obtain knowledge. That's fair. I've always liked to uh, put the street smarts ahead of the school because school ends, but street smarts. The streets don't end, bro. It's forever. The streets are the streets with a C. Streets. There's no T in streets. Oh, streets. None. Streets. <laughs> so should we talk some fifty shit? Have to. The the goat. Is he so? If we have Lil Nas, if Lil Nas is uh, Lord is, our, is our main stand, fifties are obviously second thing. So I think we touch on him a lot. Fifties just the king. Like fifty is when it comes down to it. At the end of the day, fifties just the legend, the toughest, the baddest motherfucker. No one wants smoke with him, and still even to this day, still just holding such high prominence just in the game. So if anyone ever needs Lil Nas X news and fifty cent or fifty cent news. You can, they can always come to us first because yeah, we're no, always going to be on top it. of it. Yeah, no, it'll be here. And it'll I think it's around. a good lane to be in, especially right now. I mean, especially with fi- I mean, Lil Nas X, some new shit's always happened in 50. Is always, someone else always owes him new money every day. We got people paying him, paying him back in food stamps. Oh, 50's a bad motherfucker. You remember fucking in Get Richard I Trying, the scene when he's like, the uh, when they're at, at, the, at the dangerous video shoot. And the one guy pulls up and he's like, man, I don't take no coins. He slaps on his hand. The junkie's fucking going over with the coins. And then it just flashes to a scene of 50 of him just literally with a jar of coins. And he's like, he was like, shit, I'll take quarters. He was like, I'll take I'll take pennies if that's all the fiend had. I guess that's why he took the food real. stamps from Bismarck Key. That's whatever it takes. You think, Biz, shame on Bismarck Key for having such a hit and going food stamps, needing food stamps. Hits get dried up, dude. But I'm saying, bro, he caught a, like, a hit hit. What do you mean? Oh, with the, the oh baby you. you. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. That's a smash. When did that come out? Nineteen ninety. But he might not own his royalties. He might have just signed that's a bad fair. deal. That's fair. If he doesn't own his royalties, then he was missing a tooth. I don't know if you saw that in that picture. His right incisor can't be doing that well if he couldn't buy a pair, a fucking set of veneers like every other rapper. Yeah, teeth teeth are expensive, but yeah, I mean, that would that would lead me to believe that he does not own his own royalties. Probably doesn't. Poor Biz. That's. That's a, you know, 50's a cold motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's been, I mean, I don't fault him. They said, I'll take I'll take pennies, but that's all The Fiend has. I'll take food stamps, so that's all Bismarck he has. And what else did, went on with him this week? We talked last I mean, Adrian, week about Adrian the... Adrian Broner owes him money. Did he get paid from the Adrian boxer? Broner? boxer, probably not, because he's... Adrian Broner flexes like he has crazy money, and he is rich, but he does not have, like, the money that he, like, gasses. And is he he's notorious to, uh, from uh, not paying people? I wouldn't say notorious for not paying, unless I I could be I could be mistaken. I wasn't sure about uh, all that, but I mean, he's just had all these moments where he's just been like such an asshole. He's he kind of got gassed like this really good boxer. He's been beat a bunch of times by dudes that are not that good. Like he wanted to fight Floyd. Like Floyd's not gonna like Floyd would literally Floyd right now could come out of retirement and just like pick this dude apart. Is Adrian Broner uh, someone who has a similar relationship with uh, with Fifty as? Floyd, however, 50 trolls Floyd incessantly, but I feel like at the end of the day, they're still friends and they know they're fucking with each other. Is it like that, or does 50 actually have animosity towards Adrian Broner, you think? I mean, I think 50 and Floyd have real animosity. I feel. I think at the end of the day, they're still, like, they're, I think those two, like, like I don't think, I don't think they're getting, I don't think they're getting together to have a beer or something. You don't think so? Not that they would drink beer, but I'm just saying. I feel like they know they're, they're trolling, at least from what I've, their interactions and stuff. Like, I don't, I know, see, they know they're not actually going to fight or anything like that. So that's where I see it, but I I think they don't. I think they like Floyd would if he'd be like fuck fifty. Like maybe not on the record, but I think he's probably like I don't fuck with fifty. I think a lot of 50- I mean fifty disrespected the fuck out of him. Yeah, but I think a lot of their beefs are are like school. Like fifty cent and Floyd's beef is like they know they're gonna get more clicks and and 
ultimately probably end up making more money off feuding with each other. I think a lot of 50 Cent beefs are legitimate. Like, obviously, the pro uh, producer guy that we've discussed a couple weeks ago. Fofty. Fofty. Who called him Fofty. Um, I think that's legitimate. Um, but the other ones, like, the, one with, well, the ones with Floyd, and then the ones, like, with Bow Wow. So, last week, we talked about how he was in the club saying he threw too much money. He needs to get his money back from the strippers. And then it came... Uh, it came to be that there's like video of Bow Wow and and all these other people and like DC Young flying the club with him and as 50's throwing all this money he brought like a, a Ziploc vacuum sealed just like yeah, stack just of ones. singles look looked probably like a two Jenga sets stacked on top of each other and as they're throwing it you see Bow Wow like picking up cash and putting it in his well, waistband. See, that's the thing I love the I love the way 50 frames it because. There's not actual footage of him literally picking up yeah. money. It's literally just he just chilling, like talking to DC Bow Wow, just chilling, talking to DC and with Fly. the money. In and his he has waistband. like stacks of some singles, kind of like in his uh, sweatpants waistband. Mm -hmm. I think. See, that is what I think. Fifty's just fucking around. Like, like, and he's like, like curating a like, fake beef. And then yeah, just curating a fake beef because it's funny. He took a picture that Bow Wow put on his uh, on his Instagram story of him having a bunch of singles and being like just flexing like oh basically like those are my singles because he was flexing it like the next day or something he had all yeah. these singles so i mean he i think he just saw the picture of the singles the next day and the light bulb just went off 50's head and he was like this is a good troll on top of that bow wow has gotten caught before i mean we all remember the bow wow challenges 2017 or 18 where he flexed that that private jet that was not his and then didn't he also like pretend to or he would not pretend he was on a plane or walking around like he was no, that, on a what, plane. What he, he flexed a private jet that he was not on at the time he posted it. Nor I don't know they don't know if it, he had ever even really been on it. And then that became the bow wow challenge of just like flexing Google images and shit, like just trolling the fuck out of him. And then didn't he also? Well, he was walking through a mall and there was kids behind him. He's like, "Oh, these kids don't know it's me." Woo and like put his hood up and was, like taking a video of them. He's like, "That's not a flex either. You can't just be like these kids don't recognize I'm famous. Like, how is that a flex?" That's like the opposite of a flex. Yeah, so he like went. He had two swings and misses with with his flexing. He with the private plane and then with like trying to make it funny that kids didn't know who he was and think that he was like hiding his fame even though no one everyone just saw him like blatantly and it's like you're this little short kid like you don't look you look like you're I mean, a junior in high school not like I mean think about stuff. him why would little kids know who he is true he had all his prominence when we were kids facts like he doesn't have any prominence anymore he's 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 always kind of somebody, but like right now he's kind of a nobody. Like, what the fuck is what the fuck is Lil Bow Wow doing? Right Apparently, now? still rich though. Or or oh no, he's definitely still rich, but he's just not like he's just not really relevant right now. He's not doing anything like that's big right now. No act. I mean, he did movies. His movies were like, eh. So, I didn't mind some of the songs even back in the day. Like Fresh as a Me's banger. Mm -hmm. I mean, even the fucking basketball song I was singing every day. In oh the shower. yeah, I mean, I mean that was his. But that's what I'm saying though. That was his prime. And that was when we were like 10 years old. So I'm saying a 10-year-old now, why the fuck would a 10-year-old now know who Lil Bow Wow is or Shad Moss as he tried to rebrand to, which he shouldn't have. He's, I guess he's not amidst all this, though. He can't be doing that bit if he's like friends of 50. If he's, uh, in I mean, he's, 50's still, inner circle he's still like he's, a superstar, but he's just like, he's just, he'll always be more remembered for being a child star unless you, something drastically changes. He needs to shoot somebody. Should we continue to be content machines and get high and come back with some fresh takes? Yee! We're gonna smoke a spliff! No, no spliffs. No tobacco in, in the blunt or the joint. Yeah, yeah, what he said. I know Jetski has a fucking... I know he has fucking Fronto or some shit in this <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, no Fronto. Just, just straight herb. Come back to you live after we smoke Fronto.
All right, we're back. Eight away to smoke breaks. How we feeling, F? Smacked. Couple doobies of that that loud, that good, good. I made you hit the front though once. Yeah, I didn't like it. You did fucking come. I don't. It stinks. I know. The Fronto, well, like, no, it, it I don't adds, know. I, I like it. Fr- Fronto adds zero value to your joint. I'm going Fronto 2020. <clears throat> See, my, well, my I mean, I'm just like, platform. I'm just not a tobacco guy. I just don't enjoy, enjoy tobacco in any capacity. The only time you'll ever see me smoke a cigarette, if you, actually, this should be like, this is like a PSA, a public warning to just America. If you ever see me, Evan McDowell, smoking a cigarette, just know that I have no idea what's going on. I have zero knowledge of what's happening to me right now. I'm probably I'm probably a hazard to myself and everyone else around me. And I'll wake up tomorrow and have no idea what you're talking about. Zero recollection. You're a big blackout sig guy. Yes, th- that's the only way. I'll, I I get woken up and they go, "Yo, you chain smoked like four cigs last night." I'm like, "What? Just what are you talking about?" And then there'll probably be some ignorant ass video of me smoking a cigarette, burning them down like cowboy. Killers. Like 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 sharing one with like a homeless man, like fucking being not probably not sharing one, but that's probably. Probably like busting him down or something. Hell, fuck it. I've definitely probably bummed a sig from someone who's potentially homeless, but I don't know if I've ever shared one with them. Yeah, I mean, actually, funny. I got when I was really shit faced in Nashville, I smoked a fat ass blunt outside my boy's apartment, and I just was so fucked up. I just was like happily taking up conversation with this very homeless man mm-hmm. and was just talking to him like so normal. Like he was talking about how he was going to go out and get some bitches later. I was like, me too. Sometimes you got to have those conversations because homeless people, even though they're usually delusional or crazy, like they'll just be straight up with you and just talk. If you start talking, like, yeah, fuck it. He, he literally was like, ooh, that's loud. And, I, and I, I essentially waved him over <laughs> from across the street. <laughs> like, hey, come talk to me, man. And I was talking to my boy who was, le- who was drunk but just ve- less drunk than I was. And I was having a time talking to this dude, and it was so funny because that you could tell the homeless guy was just fiending for the blunt. And even though I was very intoxicated, I was not intoxicated enough to be in a rotation with a homeless man. Yeah. So what I did, I did the gentleman thing. I basically, my boy was not, not a big smoker. He was done smoking it very quickly. So I essentially faced the blunt, and then gave him the last like eighth of it, and just passed it to him, and then just was like, "You're good. Like smoke the rest of it." I like that. So that was what I did. That was the. I was I was able to recognize that in the heat of all that alcohol and just and just the moment of making friends with this homeless guy. That happened to me on uh it was Friday night. I stayed in and I was baked and I decided to go get insomnia cookies. So I rolled up a joint as I was walking to get them and I was walking back, I was smoking it and this guy, who's probably like in his late thirties, was drunk. He's walking to another bar that's right down the street and I was smoking. He's like, Oh shit man, I didn't even know you were doing that and I was like, Yeah, no problem. So walking down, same thing. I knew he wanted some of it, but I was like, I don't know where this guy's been. He wasn't homeless or anything like that, but yeah, passed him it. He's like, man, I haven't been high in like fucking 10 years. I was like, oh, you are in for a trip then, my friend. Kept on walking, but same thing. He's like, here you go. I'm like, nah, it's all good. You gave him the whole thing? No, no, I mean, I was pretty much like right around the block from where I live, and I was done smoking it, and I gave him the rest of it. That was was a nice gesture of you then. Well, it was the same thing like Ed, but I mean. Just kind guys. Just a friendly podcast. I get it. I'm like, yo, I'm done with my joint. You want a little bit of it? Go have some fun at the bar, man. You haven't been high in 10 years. You deserve that. I don't want to go 10 years without smoking weed. No. No way. No. That'd be upsetting. I haven't gone 10 years from smoking weed since I was 10. You first smoked weed when you were 10? No, I didn't. My math was wrong on that for sure. Yeah. What? No, I I, sm- I started smoking <laughs> weed every day when I was like 14. And you haven't taken a day off since then? No, I definitely have. 
I've had, I mean, I've just had a random days. I mean, it's, but you've never it's went, very you've rare. You've never went 10 years without it. No. Since I was, I guess since, since I, were four, I guess since I was then. like third. Uh, no. Since you were realistically, you hadn't gone ten years without smoking. Well, weed I guess since I guess since four, I was like thirteen. If you started when you were fourteen, because I smoked, I did smoke weed. Uh, I f- smoked weed for the first time when I was third. I had just turned thirteen. It was like eighth grade. It was. Damn. Oh, you were in middle school. I have a dirt bag. I have a I have a I have a late birthday. So I smoked. Yeah, like when I was thirteen, like football season, eighth grade, and then I started smoking a lot like summer. That summer, and then like it basically never stopped since then. We used, did you? How'd you used to hide it from like your parents? What would you? What would you? Do you have like code words? Did you like keep your weed in a specific spot? No, I definitely got caught a few times though. I remember one time it was probably it was sophomore year. I was at football practice, and I got some like stupid, stupid, stupid loud that I, just, I put it in my closet in my uh, in my room, and uh, I put it in the closet in my room. And then I, I got picked up for football practice, and my dad was just like, like, what's in your closet? And as my heart just sank, I was like, oh, God. And I was thinking it was the first time we'd ever been mentioned. They, I feel like they definitely knew I'd been smoking because I just smoked a lot, and I would always just come home reeking and just smacked, red-eyed, dumb-eyed. But then I remember we came back. I just got the weed. I just gave it to him. And it was the day before Halloween, and he was just like, you can't go to, like, to a Halloween, the Halloween party tomorrow. And I was <sighs> devastated. But I was thinking it was going to be way more. Because I was only like 15, so I was pissed about that, but I was kind of like, whatever. It was literally one, it was a one day suspension, essentially. No, that's not bad, then. Not bad at all. Yeah. And then they kind of just gradually, there just was, there was no reason to like keep putting up a fight. And now I, I blatantly smoke weed at my house whenever I want. Yeah, when I first got caught, I think I was, I want to say, I didn't actually get caught in the act ever. I just got caught, this is the, like the worst, like, Explanation I ever had to my mouth. This is the only time I've ever snitched, so I'm sorry. And, and I and I like I didn't even snitch. I just like threw other, like kids under the bus for why I was looking up uh, weed terms online. I looked up how to roll a joint like on YouTube on like my family iPad. And the first time I ever like tried to roll a joint and I like left it there. And my mom like found like was going on the iPad. She's like, "What, Kevin? Why is this on the iPad?" And like showed me the video and I was like, "Oh, like the older kids on the lacrosse team were smoking weed." So I wanted to learn how to do it so I could be cool with them. Like that's literally what I said. It was like the ultimate like scared little kid like blame it on your friends thing. But she never obviously called their parents cuz they were like fucking 17 and I was like 14, but I apologize to the ice of uh, March of the Crossing class of 2011. Yeah. I, I said you Jet guys ski. were all <laughs> you guys were all pressuring me to smoke Jet weed. Snitching. <laughs> one one of my favorite moments with it uh, was my mom, like a couple of months before she passed away, R.I.P. Um, she was she was be- she was bedridden, and I came home from my boy's house one night. I just smoked, came to say goodbye to her, goodbye, came to say goodnight to her, gave her a kiss, and she was like, "God, you smell like skunk." <laughs> and I was like, "Not me, mom." <laughs> Walked away. Good night. The funniest thing. She's like, "You just you smell like skunk." She knew it was good. She oh, knew yeah. you were smoking the skunk. That's how my mom is like. I love my mother. God bless her. But she's such like a dumb blonde because she, I know she has smoked weed. And then she literally when uh, when I when they found the weed in my room because it stunk. She literally was like, "There's some sort of plant in there." Like she has smoked he's, weed before. He's growing basil. Like she didn't, and she didn't and know. Like a little, and she didn't know. He's a botanist now. In like, culture. Like, like he's what a is this? Like, it smells like there's a skunky plant like in his, in his closet with, with these funky a, colored lights. Like skunky plant, and not putting two and two together. I just have some 
I mean, I, it's probably smelled like I was growing because I had that loud. I remember that shit was stupid. Because I remember when they you said it. You were growing the upstate New York mids. Never. Yo, <laughs> Long Island, no. My thing with Long Island is to stop gassing like Long, Long Island is like something. Like Long Island is the middle of nowhere too. Here we You're go. Fucking Long no, Island. Ding, 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 ding. It's the biggest suburb in the world. I mean, it's fucking Long Island, though. They're all it's just dick to ass, and you guys How think it's like city because it's got dick the, to ass. We have the beach, we have out east, we have uh, like the North Fork and the North Shore, where there's the Long Island Sound. We are diversified as fuck. But I'm saying, long, like uh, Long Island, they try to like toot their nose up. It's a great up, place. I upstate people, when we probably live like the same distance from saying, the city. At least me, like I don't live in upstate. I live 45 minutes outside New York City, Orange County. Um, so you think people in Orange County or that area of New York get better uh, weed than Long Island? Consistently? I, I can't speak for Long Island, but I know I got some gas, and that's a motherfucking. Because that's fact. all I was saying. I wasn't tooting my nose up at uh, Orange County. No, but this is saying. just a thing in general. Like they're you like, oh, like gas. But you you said it in the condescending that upstate mids. Like why the fuck does upstate? Yeah, because upstate mids because you're growing them on like a fucking cornfield up in so there we go. New York. A corn. <laughs> A cornfield. <laughs> There's no cornfields. Uh, no. There's one thing that I'm not fine with. We were talking about it before, and we we kind of veered off into a weed a weed tangent. Is the way you guys were describing, or specifically Evan, the way he takes public transit, Evan. takes trains. Yeah, we're calling him <laughs> Evan. Evan. I, need to, I need to lecture him right now. That's my name. That's my government. So you said on the New Jersey Transit uh, when you would take the train that you, if there's a, tra- uh, a three-seater, you would sit in the window seat and put your bag on the aisle seat and leave the middle one open so that you know people would want to come sit with you. See, now, that is correct. And I'm not faulting that. My, no, 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 no I, just, I just need okay. to explain. So on the NJ Transit, there's all these big red seats that are three. It's three-seaters and then a two-seater on the other side. So I always take the three because I want more room. And usually those trains are not crazy packed, especially my line because my it's literally going all the way to New York mm-hmm. and through New York. So, I mean, I sit on the window. There's a middle seat. I mean... Sitting in the in the middle seat is not even a thought. No, I, if someone tried to sit in the middle seat next to me, I would literally, I would be, I would the second they sat down, I would get up. But that never happens. I take the window. There is an there is an aisle seat with a like the thing, uh, like the whatever next to it. I'm high. I can't think of it. Lever. The lever, whatever next to it. Put my bag there so they know. Do not sit here. And my my point was that the cart might be like there might be a, one single person in every cart. But I, my, that bag is there so you know that I am the last choice that you are sitting next to. That I am taking this whole seat. I don't care if it gets full when people are scrambling. Because they even get to the point where then there's two people in every seat. And I'm still the asshole with my bag there. Because I don't want to sit next to anyone. It literally. But my thing is I will respect you if you have the balls to come up to me and basically be like, move your bag. Okay. Because be, if you if you were like, yo, can you move your bag so I can sit down? I'm like, sure. God bless you. But you gotta have the balls to come up and ask me. I'm gonna flex my dick out here. So I'm telling you right now, I don't want you to sit here. But if you have the balls to look me in the eye and say, I don't really care that you don't want me to sit here, I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna be like, all right, fair enough. I respect everything you just said. I respect the move of you saying you want someone to have the balls to ask you to sit with you, whatever, that's fine. But I think you're going about it wrong if you don't want to be squished as fuck in the train. I think that you're neglecting the fact that if someone just sits on the aisle, you're gonna have the same amount of room as if. Uh, you had no one sitting there because that middle seat is key. The middle seat is the key in this. So I take the Long Island Railroad every day at 5 o'clock in the morning, take it back around like 6 or whatever, and I'm a third 
uh, th a three seater like king. That's all I take. All I sit in is a three seaters because it's so e much easier to game your uh, your way into not having to share any space. You got to go into the third uh, the three seater and go on the window seat and you put your bag in the middle seat. Because then, one, it's creating a, a divide where someone's going to be more likely to er early on in the ride sit down in that seat. And as long as you have like an, another like non-pussy, like if you get another like construction worker, dude, I'm always on the train with union guys. So it's like you make that unified trust that we're going to keep this middle seat open, and then we're going to have double the leg room. And no, it's so much harder for someone to challenge you to get into that middle seat than it is for them to just sit down there. Because someone would much rather sit down when there's one empty seat. Than if there, uh, there's two empty seats when there's, as opposed to when there's only one. So if you have someone sit down here early, then you solidify that no one's going to sit in the middle. Especially if you're like kind of spread out, and I think it ups your chances of uh, sitting a three seater on the window and allowing people to sit there, like almost inviting them to sit there as uh, the far window, the far aisle seat, as opposed to right next to you. But see, my thing is, to, it, see, it depends on the train because if your train is always packed, where you know, like. You're always gonna have to have two, uh, two people in the seat. Then I get it. But my thing is, if I get the one seater, I have my back against the window, and I have my leg literally across the whole seat, as I'm showing right now. And you think about it, you have the, you literally have a leg rest. That's a dick move, though. You don't need that much room. But I'm saying if, if you have, but I'm saying if no one just sits next to you, then you ha you earn that room. I, then I think you're not optimistic. I think you're just being selfish, and I think you're not. Yeah, I am being selfish. That's exactly what it no, is. No, there's no reason you don't need a whole. Fucking but I'm saying I'm not. But I'm saying I'm not aisle. doing. I'm telling you, uh, I'm to optimize. All you need is aisle, window, space in the middle. Respect that. But I'm saying I'm not doing it on a crazy. I'm not doing it on a packed train where there's like people sitting in the middle seats and I just have the row to myself. So then what do you do? New York is too like I. I would lose respect for New York if they allowed that. Jersey even too. Okay, so then like I'm not doing it in like a crazy packed train. I'm doing it in a train where I'm saying this is a train where there's going to be two people in like. Almost every three seater, maybe not, but I'm gonna be the one that has the one manner. Like you can sit you. in anyone else's one manner. I'm I'm saying don't sit in my one manner. I think if there's if there's more one manners open, I'm the last one manner choice. I just think the whole one manner thing is selfish, and I think it's not optimizing the train experience. What do you mean the train? I don't on the train. I don't want to talk to anyone. I think there's no way it's comfortable for you to sit on with your leg up like this on a New Jersey Transit train. It's not bad. I th I would think sitting there like this, letting your fucking loaf spread I do, out is better. I do both. I do both. Shout out the loaf. Shout I, out the loaf. I, I, I man spread for sure, but it's like a you hit them with like one of these where you just really open, but then you can kind of switch to then one of these where you're kind of like lean back. Like, you don't have this much room in a train car. This is a couch. It's designed for this. Yo, I swear to God, a New Jersey Transit train car is a, it's not a is fucking couch. Yo, I'm telling from you, it's bed, close. and beyond. I'm saying because if I sit, if I sit against the, if I sit against the door, or excuse me, against the wall of the train, against the window. Nah, yo, do I it, can go. Do like it again, this. but like, but like this. I'll be the wall from the. Um, this is the other cart. No, but that, you're not. That's how much room you room. have. You don't have more than that much. Yes, I do. Yes, no, I do. Don't. Have you ever rode NJ Transit? Yes. I no, I have enough room. I have enough room. Everyone except shittier. Because I'm just more straight up. Like I'd just be like this, and just like this, like chilling. I don't think you. I want to test this. Are out you calling really. me a liar? Like I'm let's, not, let's I'm do it. I'm just saying. Like I don't think that that's. I worth will it. show you. I'm telling you the seats are, the seats are big. I'm telling you I don't do it if there's not room for it. But if I know I can pull it off, I'm gonna pull it off. I'm just saying that's more of you're pulling it off just to try to display dominance as opposed to being comfortable. That's fair. I have no problem being the... Okay. I have no problem being the... Settled. I have okay, no problem so being I'm the... I'm right. You're not optimizing I, your no, train riding. 
fuck optimizing. I'm the alpha male of this cart. That's what I'm saying. If anyone ever sees Big Ev laying down on fucking uh, New Jersey Transit train, please steal his shoes. <laughs> nah, Sleep yeah, steal his shoes. Steal my shoes. <laughs> yeah. No, please. Please, if you see me, please attempt to steal my shoes. I'm looking dead into the camera. I want I will never sleep on an NJ Transit. You could. You said you just said you were gonna. No, not sleep. I said I could lay down to that motherfucker. That doesn't mean I'm asleep. If you're laying but down, I challenge I'm anyone. Please come to my seat and try to take my shoe off my foot and see what happens. I'm dead ass. I think I could get away with if I sprinted full speed, stopped a second, ripped it off, and ran to the next car. I could I'd totally get away. Melon you would not you catch me. Foot. You would not catch you me. But you wouldn't just. He would pull not it catch off. me. Yes, like, I would. I'm too aware. My self-awareness is crazy. No one's just coming up on me and just picking their shoe up, picking the shoe off my foot. If I went Usain noticing. Bolt, took a sprinter, uh, sprinter's like stance from the back of the you car, you wouldn't be able to get it off in time. Have you seen Mantis's Grand Central Combine? I think he could rip him off. He could rip it off too. Stop. It's all about time Stop. of impact. I'm not even. I'm not even entertaining this. This <laughs> nonsense that's being spewed right now. This all right, is bananas. Well, we're gonna set. What are those Jordans? Yes, they look awfully. They are, look sixes. awfully nice. Hate for you to fall yeah, asleep they're, tonight. They, they're pretty snug on my foot too. That's what I'm saying. You cannot sprint across and just rip them off and like one. <laughs> like you're saying, you're gonna just rip them off my foot. Only one. I could rip one. You're not ripping it off. One I say rip one off. Because you're gonna try to rip it off. I'm gonna kick my leg up, and then now you're just the dude who tried to rob me, and now we're just fighting. No, you tried I would to get, steal my shoes. I'm telling you, <laughs> I would get fighting. one. Can I see how loose they are? <laughs> I'll even let I'll, you, yeah, give it like a... I'll, I'll grab the right one. Yo, I'm getting no, this you, off. But I'm, no, but I'm pull, saying, can I, let's see how fast I can pull it off. <laughs> but see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see you and right. I'm going to kick my leg up. See, like, I'm... See, like... Like, no, like, I'm not... I'm fighting it. Like, I have too much heart. I have too much pride to let someone run my sneakers. Yeah, that would have been kind of hard, but I still think at full speed. Exactly. I can See, do like it. you literally. While he's sleeping, though, then, too, you got to factor that in. He's sleeping. That's easier for me then. <laughs> I mean, maybe, may, but I'm saying even if I was sleeping. See, I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, I think yeah, if we, I just went like untie this, it. Yeah. My I just gotta pull the straw. Pull the straw. Pull the straw. My self awareness is way too crazy. Like <laughs> even if I was asleep, you would just come in my direction. I would just wake up. You're not fucking Spider Man. It's not being Spider Man. It's just it's just just having it. You just have a little. uh that little switch inside you, you just know. Should we talk about Cardi B's ass? We can. I love it. I like it too. I'd lick it. I would too. Like even it though a it's lot. even though it's kind of fake, but her butt her, her butthole is not fake. I'd lick that. I see. You seen the video of her butthole on Pornhub? Yep. We always talk yes, about. I have, I have not seen that. I feel like I might have put. Thing. I put you onto her. Had you already seen? No, it I'd too. already seen. It. If anyone ever wants to see Cardi B like somewhat naked, there's a video of her twerking at the strip club on Pornhub. Cardi B's like Cardi, just car type Cardi B butthole, and it'll pop up. It's a good video. But yeah, it's a nice butthole. I, we digress. Um, Cardi B was on stage uh, this past week, and her wardrobe malfunctioned, and her whole butt crack slash potential hole was visible to the crowd and she had to go back inside and she left for like 15 minutes and just came back out in a bathrobe and a bra and she just continued to sing and twerk in that in that outfit and it was uh it was pretty fire looking at the pictures right now it's it's pretty uh it's, it's pretty fantastic the well the rip yeah, I mean, yeah, she was wearing some fire skin tight suit. It was like a skin tight, almost like sequins, but it could have been like crocheted. I don't know. Is this like all sequins? Yeah, I would say so. And then he kind of just split right in the butt cheeks. Right down the butt cheeks. Yeah, I'm going to turn around just so Colin can see. And you only see like a low part of her butt cheeks. But she's got a lot of butt cheeks, man. She has like, a lot of ass. Fake butts, like a normal butt, like wouldn't, the crack wouldn't go down that far, Dude, I feel you, like. Have you, the video of her dancing, not even to bring this full circle to Lil Nas X, have you seen the video 
of her dancing to Old Town Road, like fucking around. Is she just twerking her like, ass? Her butt, ass her, her is, butt it's just, but like it's Kardashian type. It's definitely fake. It's so fire. She just came back and see. She already she had natural ass, and then probably threw some fake ass it. on. That's what she said. She said her butt seventy percent real. Like she has a. I think she already had a dumper, and now she <laughs> she just has a retarded dumper. Dude, she just came out in a fucking bra and a bathrobe after that's iconic. It was at Bonnaroo, which is a huge ass festival in Tennessee. Oh, I can only imagine how sick that would have been if you were at Cardi B and she came out just like that. I would be like, oh, damn! Shout out Cardi B, yo. The goat, the queen. Cardi B is my queen. She's fucking sick. I'm team Cardi B over like everyone, like every girl, like every girl artist. I'm, I'm Cardi B till I die. She's just a boss bitch. She's the realest. And I, dude, I find her super hot. Hell yeah. And I feel like she would just beat me up. <laughs> I mean, she's just, like that. she's just a why. real hood bitch. Like that's a fact. Yeah. She is really from the Bronx. She's like, like hood she, Madonna. Like she really does this. I feel like if you get a fake ass, it's gotta give you some type of difficulty, like just wiping your ass. I would think so. Because it's like I mean, think about it's just, her, it's just so much extra. Get, think about her getting through those cheeks. I know it's it's not like regular ass where it's like your actual. I got leg, difficulty just, now, man. I have no ass. That's what I'm saying. That's what Imagine I'm, you have all this these layers like black china of just fake ass. You have to like. Like duct tape to your side so you can fucking get in there. I wonder if they have like a separate thing for it. Like probably just like, all like, use bidets. Like a, like a tool. I, they I, probably have the toilet yo, that never, shoots up the water. Yeah, once bidet. Done. I've, I've oh, never used a bidet. Done. I really want to. Life changing. Life changing. So, I've I've never done. I've still been. I feel so poor that I haven't used one. I actually haven't even really seen one in person. I've, I want to use one really bad. I did. I, so the, did. I tweeted it one I time. And one a bunch of people were tweeting at me, being like, "Yo, buy one. It's like 50, 60 yeah, bucks." Yeah, it's like on a detachable Amazon. one. It's definitely would be worth it. It'll, I should have bought it. It'll I, change your life. I was actually going to that day, and then I probably got high and forgot. That's definitely an, an investment I need to make going forward. Yeah, you're taking the shit isn't a bad experience. Just wiping your asses. <laughs> I need like an official. I'll do. I'll do an official bidet review on Twitter. That was a hell of a quote, right there. That's a quote card, right what there. Was it? <laughs> I said, "Shitting isn't that bad, but wiping your ass is like horrible." Yeah, it is. That's a fact. Shing's not a terrible time. You're preaching the choir. You know, just it's just a nuisance. It's it's crazy that we just are cool with dogs not doing it. Yeah. They just rub our their asses on our carpets. That's annoying. <laughs> That's worms. I think we're getting to the end here, huh? Yeah, I think it's about that time. We've talked it out. I've been just chewing gum into this <laughs> microphone for the past fucking Angela ten minutes. Angela Yee would have slapped you. No, no, I gotta take it out. No more of that. It's big she, red though. She, she straight puts the hand out. Like, I haven't heard fucking, it. So give me kudos. That fucking gum. Well, that's not Big Red. Just try it, Red. Well, if you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. Wow, that was good. You put that shit in unison. It was in harmony. Harmonic. Symmetric. I gotta take this gum out. Take us out, feller. That was 808 Smoke Breaks. Follow us. 808 Smoke Breaks. Twitter. Instagram. I remembered it. Hell yeah. Subscribe. Rate five stars. Give us a goddamn review. Give us a fire review. All that. Need to get those up, up, up. Get the charts up. Get those numbers booming. Metro booming. Want some more? Peace. We're out, baby. Thanks for tuning in. Skirt.